The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wimbet. Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, Wimbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll. $250 cash and a $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Let's play football. World Cup! It is potentially the worst song you've ever heard in your life, but it is also the World Cup, and this is your first World Cup match day preview here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter, at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow me at LockBetting.com. That's the Twitter account at LockBetting.com. If you look at the pin tweet at LockBetting.com, it is the PL for the previous month at LockBetting.com. That service has delivered 113 months in a row of transparent track profit. And we are releasing World Cup picks every single day. Our futures are currently available. So let's move on with breaking down our first set of games here for match day one and two. We start with the opening ceremony where Qatar, the host nation, will open things up against Ecuador. Shameful scandal before the World Cup in Qatar. Sheikhs are accused of bribing opponent footballers. Loud insider three days before the start of the World Cup in Qatar. Journalist Amjad Taha claims that the host country bribed the players of the Ecuador national team. Qatar should play in the opening match on Sunday, November 20th. Qatar bribed eight Ecuadorian players for $7 million to lose the match 0-1. Five insiders from Qatar and Ecuador confirmed this. We hope this is a lie. We expect that the dissemination of this information will affect the result. The world must confront the corruption in FIFA, Amjad Taha said. In January 2013, France Football Magazine conducted an independent investigation into the election of the 2022 World Cup host country. Journalists claimed that Qatar bribed some officials to sway votes in their favor. Then one of the high-ranking officials of FIFA, on the rights of anonymity, even admitted that the members of the organization were bribed by the Qatari side. A few years later, the police arrested on suspicion of corruption many senior officials of FIFA and UEFA, among whom were the ex-presidents of the organizations Michel Platini and Joseph Blatter. The Swiss court acquitted the officials. However, a little later, Blatter himself admitted that Qatar was given the right to host the tournament for a good reward. Let's play football. Yeah, let's play football. Enough with the talking, enough with the rumors, enough with the corruption. Enough with the politics. I'm looking forward to it kicking off, although 
I don't think any of this is going to go away. This big story that you just heard has just broken in the last 72 hours. There is a lot of belief that it is true and things are going to get very, very interesting if Qatar do win that game, especially if they win it by one goal to nil, which is speculated to be the fixed scoreline that is supposed to occur with the Ecuador players receiving around $7 million each to make sure that Qatar do win this first game 1-0. Well, if you do believe it, there's a lot of value here on the betting lines because Qatar are the 23-10 to underdogs to win this game. It's 21-10 on the draw and it's 13-10 to here on Ecuador. The over-under market here is interesting. Not something we usually cover but it's very, very heavily leaning towards the under with the under two and a half goals available at one to two minus 200 here with the over two and a half goals at six to four plus 150. If you fancy under one and a half goals here, you can get seven to four on under one and a half goals with over one and a half goals here at two to five. And uh, a nil-nil draw here in this game to open up the World Cup is available at 7-1. to So you can bet that as under 0.5 goals. Or you can take it as the nil-nil draw. The best way to bet that market is actually to take no goal scorer. It's usually at exactly the same price. And you are covered if the game finishes 1-0 and that one goal comes as a result of an own goal. So you end up winning the bet on the no goal scorer, despite the fact that there was a goal and therefore under 0.5 goals would lose. And of course, the nil-nil draw would lose as well. But you, with your no goal scorer bet at pretty much the same price, would end up with a winning selection. It's very rare. It's obviously not very likely to happen. But what's the point of taking a chance? Always bet no goal scorer rather than a nil-nil or the under 0.5 goals in a match. So, can this actually finish nil-nil? Well, there's a very good chance it could finish nil-nil. The statistical data does tell you this is going to be a low-scoring game. In fact, we have low-scoring games across the board, according to the books. So, obviously, looking at the matches being cagey at the beginning, looking at the heat, looking at how it's going to take players' time to adjust, looking at how teams don't want to lose their first game. Obviously, teams don't ever want to lose any games, but you're already chasing. You're already having to overcome snookers if you start from behind and lose your opening game. So I do expect these games to be cagey anyway, but here you have two sides that are notorious for being involved in games that have under two and a half goals. This Qatar team actually come into this game having kept a clean sheet in four of their last five friendlies, whilst Ecuador have kept six clean sheets in a row in their friendlies leading up to the tournament. However, Ecuador have only managed to score one goal in their last five friendly fixtures. So four of those games have actually ended in nil-nil draws. Ecuador actually gained most of their points during the qualification campaign at home, winning just two of their nine away games in the qualifiers. So they were actually very, very good at home and managed to get to this tournament by finishing ahead of the likes of Chile, Peru and Colombia, three teams that were far more fancy than them. 
that they are sitting at home whilst Ecuador are here playing this opener against Qatar. So how do we bet this game? Well, I've seen a lot of people go against Qatar here. I've seen a lot of people earmark Qatar as a team who will finish bottom of the group, who will get zero points and lose every single game, who will lose this opener to Ecuador. I don't see it being that way. Whether the game is fixed or not, ultimately, Qatar have been used to playing in Qatar. And ultimately, for these players, it's an all or nothing situation. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to have their hands chopped off or have their heads chopped off or be secretly murdered if they don't do well in this competition, although that's not beyond the realm of possibility. But they are going to be putting everything into this game. So if there is any spot where this team turn up and get something or spring a surprise, it's going to be in this opener. Also, let's not forget that the host nation usually does do well in this competition. They do usually perform above expectations. When you look at other underdogs who have been host nations getting through, there are examples all across the board. In fact, only once in my lifetime since I've been watching the World Cup have I seen a host nation eliminated in the group stage. That was South Africa in 2010. Otherwise, we saw Italy get to the semi-final in 1990. We saw the USA stun the odds by getting out of their group, even beating Colombia in the group stage to get out of their group in 1994. That was not expected. France won the World Cup on their own turf in 1998. In 2002, we saw the tournament co-hosted by Japan and South Korea and Japan got to the quarters and South Korea got all the way through to the semis and they had a ton of favourable decisions go their way. But still, they did get there. The, the data is the same. The facts remain the same. In 2006, Germany had a run to the semis. We mentioned South Africa being the only host nation that went out in 2010. In 2014, we saw Brazil get through to the semis, although they'll want to forget that tournament because they were smashed 7-1 by the Germans. And in 2018, Russia were massively expected to be eliminated via the group stage. And they got out of their group as well, despite being ranked in the 60s in the world ranking. So the home teams do turn up and often home teams don't have this type of advantage in terms of being able to adjust to the climate, in terms of being able to adjust to the culture. They won't be phased by the controversies and they've been here playing at home for a long time, building this chemistry. And as I said, this will be an all or nothing situation for them. This will be their cup final. And if there's one spot where Qatar, where Qatar do turn up, it will be this one. So I'm going to back Qatar to avoid a defeat. And I'm going to tack on the under three and a half goals here for this one. So if you take Qatar in the um, double chance market and you tack on the under three and a half goals, you actually get yourself a nice price here of 10 to 11 minus 110. And I think that's the way I'm going to bet this game. As I said, it's very, very easy to take unders. The under two and a half is very juiced. The under one and a half does offer you some value because I just don't see two goals in this game. A safer way to bet this would be just to take the under two. At least that pushes if there are two goals. And that is your 10 to 11, 10 to 11 line. 
So ultimately, I'm happy to go with two selections here for the opener, both available at 10 to 11 minus 110. So your first one is the one I gave out, that builder bet with Qatar on the double chance market with under three and a half goals tacked on. You can bet that anywhere that offers build a bet or create a bet. And your other bet would be to take the under two as I just don't see these teams pulling out three goals and that one is available for you at 10 to 11 minus 110 as well. Moving on to Monday, this is when England and the USA both start their tournaments. We start with England because they play at 1pm UK time on Monday. That will be at 8am for you guys in the um, in the east coast of the US and uh, 5am for you West Coast guys. England are available here at 1-3, minus 300 to win the game. In my opinion, that's very short. It's 7-2 here on the draw, and it's 10-1 here on Iran. Iran are being grossly underestimated in this tournament. This is a very capable team. They have some very capable players. They'll be used to the conditions. They'll have support. And um, they haven't been heavily beaten at any of these World Cups. So I think it's going to be difficult for England to win here with margin, especially when England don't really do well usually in the opening game. Plus, England haven't been playing well. They come into this tournament without a win in 2022. They come into this win off the back of a relegation from the Nations League. It's like they haven't really recovered from losing the final at Euro 2020 and this game is going to be difficult especially being played at this time of the day in the heat I think England are going to find it difficult to break Iran down I don't think Iran are going to carry too much threat on the counter-attack although with uh, Harry Maguire probably starting this game you never know like anything's possible Iran could find themselves a goal up going into the half-time break off the back of a horrendous Harry Maguire mistake we know there were mistakes in the last game he played for England where England drew 3-3 with the Germans so you just don't know what could happen but for me I think it's going to be a case of Iran setting up with a low block inviting England to break them down and if England do get that breakthrough I see it being in the second half of the second half and um, England seeing out a 1-0 win possibly two but um, I'm happy to take Iran plus 1.5 on the handicap market here that is available for you here at 10 to 11 that cashes if Iran lose this game but only lose by one it also cashes if um, Iran don't lose this game. So if Iran avoided defeat, you end up winning that selection. And you also win that selection if Iran only lose by a single goal. And for me, that's definitely possible. I do think it will be difficult for England to break this team down. And um, I only see a 1-0 win here for England. Another way in could be to bet England to win 1-0 or England to bet 2-0. And also to take a bet on the nil-nil draw because these are the three potential scorelines that I like for this game. And ultimately, I think that's a better way of betting the under two and a half goals because I don't see Iran winning 1-0. I don't see Iran winning 2-0. And I don't see a one-all draw here either. I really do see a case of England struggling to break this team down. And those three scorelines give you the nil-nil of England failing to break them down completely, the 1-0 of England getting the late breakthrough, 
or England getting a an earlier break through the net, but deciding that they're going to sit on the one nil because of the heat, or England scoring, Iran chasing the game, and as it opens up, England getting that second goal. I don't think that will happen. I like Iran plus one point five, but I do think taking these three score lines is a better way to bet the game rather than taking the under two and a half goals, which is very very short at the price of four to six minus one fifty here for this one. Up next, we move on to our second game of Monday, which is the four o'clock kickoff UK time. That's 11 a.m. for you guys on the east and uh, 8 a.m. for you guys in the west. So more people waking up now to, to see this one. And I've seen a lot of people earmark this as the game where the World Cup really starts in terms of goals and entertainment. This could also potentially be a group decider. It's Senegal against the Netherlands, where the Netherlands are very short for me here at the price of four to seven. It's three to one on the draw and it's six to one on Senegal. The Netherlands have obviously shortened because Sadio Mane is out of this game. But when I was initially looking at this game, I didn't think this would be a game where Sadio Mane would be a factor because I thought that Senegal would set up here to not get beat. And that's been something that they've been very, very good at over the years. This is how they've gone on to win the African Nations crown. They do have a lot of attacking talent in their team, but ultimately their priority is to set up and not get beat. The Netherlands... They are one of the informed teams heading into Qatar. They're actually unbeaten in their last 15 games. Louis van Gaal is unbeaten since taking over as the Dutch manager. It's worth noting that they have only managed two clean sheets in their last eight games. And um, they could struggle to shut out Senegal's talented attack if um, Senegal decide to implement that talented attack. But I feel that Senegal will sit in here and try and be defensive but I think the Dutch, with the form they have and the players they have, will find a way to break through. As I said, they are unbeaten in the last 15 games, whilst the Senegal team have won just four of their last 10. I believe it is a psychological blow to lose Sadio Mane. After all, this is a guy who finished second in the Ballon d'Or voting. And ultimately, I do think Holland will win this game, but I don't think it'll be high scoring. So my selection for this would be to take Holland to win and to tack on the under four and a half goals. So rather than taking Holland at four to seven, this brings it down to eight to 11, giving you a far better price. And uh, I don't think there's much risk there as I definitely don't see five goals in this game. But I do see Holland carrying on and riding their momentum from the successes that they had since Louis van Gaal has taken over, such as getting to a Nations League semi-final and finishing above Belgium in the group in order to do that, which included beating Belgium 4-1 on Belgium's own patch en route to winning that group. So I'm going to ride the form of Holland here. I think they start with a win, a narrow one, but I do think they'll start with a win and I'm happy to tack on the under four and a half goals to give me a better price here in this one. Before we cover our final game, which is the good old US of A, let me take a second out to talk about Wimbet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips 
with WinBet Rewards on WinBet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100 and get a $100 free bet, which you can blow on the USA against Wales on Monday. I wouldn't. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, the offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in a state where playthrough winbet is available. You or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 Let me also take this time out to tell you about the SGPN World Cup free roll. SGPN is offering you $250 cash and a $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Make sure you check out all the World Cup content too over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the Soccer Gambling Podcast. And finally, get all your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN Merch Store. SGPN Gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the DGEN in your life. I wear this merch myself, spoken about on numerous podcasts. I have stuff that's old, that still looks new, because it's made by proper sports manufacturers like Under Armour, like North Face. Plus, from now until Thanksgiving, you get 10% off when you use the promo code Dallas Sucks. So that's sports, sorry, that's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and the promo code Dallas Sucks. I got the American flag over my shoulder. Yeah, it's time for the USA. They begin their tournament on Monday against Wales. And um, the bookies make USA the favourites here to win this game. I don't necessarily agree with it, but let's break down why. USA are the 13 to 10 favourites to win this game. They are available at the best price of 6 to 4, plus 150 if you shop around. 13 to 10 where I'm looking. It's 2-1 to one here on the draw, and it's 21-10 to 10 here on Wales. I don't see the justification of making USA this kind of a favourite. I have this game as a 50-50, and when we were breaking down the group futures, these two teams were regarded as a, a 50-50 pick to finish second in the group, and I felt that it was quite disrespectful to Iran, who I do feel like have a chance of getting through this group. I don't think it's a straight shootout between uh, Wales and the USA. Obviously, um, you have to dig a little bit deeper to see why. But um, yeah, I, I think this line is surprising. I think given the fact that Wales had a run at the 2016 Euros and they also got out of the group at Euro 2020 means they do have a little bit more pedigree here than the US. USA are ranked higher, but then they play in CONCACAF. They play easier matches than Wales all of the time. 
The Welsh have actually lost their last three games coming into this and uh, five of the last six in the recent Nations League campaign. But I feel that came off the back of qualifying for the World Cup and I don't think they were really ever invested in that game. Um, They also come into this having conceded in 10 of their last 11 games and uh, they face a UF side who are built from the back. They're strong defensively and uh, they will look to neutralise a Welsh counter-attack here, which is how Wales will look to win the game. They'll look to have USA come onto them and they'll try to counter-attack here. So I, I know how the game will play out. I know how Wales will approach it. I know how USA will approach it, but I don't think any of the statistical data coming into this is that relevant. Like I said, the USA don't really play stiff competition too often. Wales' strength of opponent has been higher, but ultimately, I think this is a game where neither team can afford to lose. I think everybody looks at England as a potential group winner. England should beat Iran. And England should beat the USA and therefore results will be determined by what Iran, Wales and USA do against each other. That's how it should pan out. I'm not saying that's 100% because Iran could hold England to a nil-nil draw and then put themselves in pole position to finish second in this group off the back of that draw in the opening game. And all of a sudden, things become more difficult for England. All of a sudden, England don't start with two wins and they can't afford to rotate players against Wales because Wales start the tournament in the advantageous position of uh, of playing England last, providing they can avoid a defeat in this game. Because if anybody wins this game between USA and Wales, they have a great chance of going through here in this group. So ultimately, the winner wins at the expense of the other. This is a good old-fashioned six-pointer. That's a term we use when we look at league games and we look at the top of the league and we see two teams competing for the league. If one team can win and get themselves three points, they take three points away from the other team. It damages them. Same at the bottom when we look at these relegation six-pointers every season. This is a six-pointer from the very start of the tournament and... It doesn't really matter how USA play in their other games. It doesn't matter how Wales play. Wales stylistically like to invite teams onto them so they can counter-attack. I don't think USA are going to allow them that space to counter-attack. I don't think they're going to overcommit players forward in their attacks. So this could be your cagey draw to start off the tournament. I think there is value here on the draw. I don't think we get anything decided here. I think both teams leave this game still in the tournament and leave it up to what they do against England and what they do against Iran. So I'm looking for a low-scoring cagey draw and definitely a low-scoring game here in this one between USA and Wales. And if I was to lean towards someone, I think there is some value on the underdog as I don't see the USA as a 13-10 to favourite to win this game. I don't see where the books are getting that from. As I said, Despite the fact USA are ranked higher, I do think Wales have played better opponents and um, you have to obviously add weight to what they did at the 2020 Euros, which were played in 2021 and getting through to a semi-final of Euro 2016. I think that outweighs anything the USA have done in the last four or five years, given the strength of opponents. So that is your first four games done. I will be back with another episode after these games are played. I will look back at some of these games and then I will begin covering the games on Tuesday and Wednesday. That episode will drop on Monday night. 
So hopefully we can win you a little bit of money here to start off the show. Don't forget my future shows are all available. I broke down every single group and I did an outright show breaking down the outright winner market, the golden boot and the golden ball as well. So make sure you check them all out. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.